0: Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And Matt's going to tell us a little bit about what it's about and why it exists.
1: Yeah. So this is the coming together of the DC Universe uh, superheroes, the Cinematic Universe superheroes. So you have Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash all joined together to fight. steppenwolf who is in this movie kind of the villain but he's also a henchman of a bigger villain named dark and they're trying to collect these three square objects called mother boxes and they can put those three boxes together and then unleash just chaos and destruction across the earth they do this to other planets and so um the Justice League, which is sort of the 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 name for the super team of these superheroes, uh, they're trying to to come you know band together to fight them. Superman died in the Batman versus Superman film, and so he's out of the picture. Except maybe not. Um, so that's kind of the gist of Justice League. Mm-hmm. I will say too, this is going to be a spoiler review because we're talking about a movie that is an extended version. Of a four-year-old film, so just be aware of that. Uh, for a little context, this mo- this movie already had a theatrical release four years ago, twenty seventeen. Uh, Zack Snyder, who um, steered the uh, some of the other um, DC Cinematic Universe films, uh, he worked on this one. He directed this one, but family tragedy intervened, and he 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 left the project. Um, I guess the powers that be, from what I understand, brought in Joss Whedon. Um, who, among other things, has directed some of the Marvel films. And uh, he kind of tinkered with it. He, I guess they reshot things. He kind of basically gave the movie a different vibe um, and also kept it to like around, I think, two hours uh, when it was released theatrically. For four years, there's been this purported Snyder Cut, <laughs> the, the version that Zack Snyder wanted to release. So this is it. It got released on HBO Max this week. It's four hours long. Um, so what'd you think, Ashley?
0: You know, so I know we saw
1: the two hour version in the theater. We saw it twice in the theater. Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh my gosh. I'm actually one of the few people that liked that movie, I think. Yeah, I didn't like it.
0: And, and it was very unmemorable because as we were watching this one, I was like, I don't remember any of this. The only parts I remembered were the parts dealing with Superman. Um, but for the most part, I did not remember this movie at all. Um, and I, you know, I didn't like it back then. I, is the four hour version, the Zack Snyder cut, is it better? I think marginally it's better only because it focuses a little more time on a couple of characters who are relatively speaking interesting. Um, the cyborg character and the flash character are given, a little more time in this movie. Um, they're fleshed out a little more. And I think those are two of the more interesting of the six heroes. Um, I continue to think that Wonder Woman is the bright spot in the DC, this DC universe. Um, I think she's, you know, the best of the six in this movie, personally. Um, but I continue to think that um, Batman, Aquaman, and Superman. Are just complete bores, mm. and I, I don't like the people playing them. I don't like the way the characters are handled at all. I just think they yeah, they're just boring. That's my big problem is I don't really care about the heroes. Um, and and the, the villains are just kind of boilerplate, you know, superhero villains, not very interesting either.
1: Well, it's funny you bring up the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these these characters are all right. Um, I, I do agree that I think Batman uh, as portrayed here is sort of maybe one of the more low key, boring. Uh, mm-hmm. It may also have something to do with you know we just had so many iterations of Batman uh, on the on the big screen, and, and now I guess small screen um, in the last however many you know thirty some years. It's just it's been it's just Batman's been done. Right, and they're doing another one. Robert Pattinson's filming another one now. Um, so, yeah, but um, the characters here are fine. But I also have to say, I mean, and I say this about the Marvel characters too, and I and I think I am a bit more of a Marvel person than a, than a DC. But you know, um, the I I I you know, I guess I, I'm not as invested in the characters. Um, as maybe some other people are, um, and I feel like you have to be, um, in order to really appreciate this, right? Um, so the idea, uh, the concept of a director's cut, which it's pretty much is it's what they're, they're, they're doing here, um, is not new. It, I mean, there, there, there have been director's cuts now for how many years, you know, where uh, they usually get a home video release more than, you know, um, anything else. But, you know, Ridley Scott's tinkered with uh, Blade Runner for decades. Um, yours and mine's favorite movie, Amadeus, Milos Forman put out um, a director's cut, which neither one of us really like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's director cuts galore, the abyss, our friend Aaron has talked about the, uh, the abyss has, I guess a director's cut out. Um, so, you know, these aren't anything new, um, whether or not they're better or, or, or different enough to be interesting. I mean, that's always up for debate. Uh, I have to say, um, if you if you like Zack Snyder's style. And you are invested in these particular characters and in the, the DC Cinematic Universe. I think this is probably worth your time, and you will probably enjoy this. Mm-hmm. If you're someone like me, you know, and I can only speak with my voice and um, you know my my subjective view here. But if you're someone like me who, like, yeah, I mean, these characters are all right; they're fine. Um, but I don't care about them that much. Then you're probably going to be watching this and thinking, yeah, but why? You know, I, you know, why Um, is this movie is not bad, but I also feel like it's not necessary. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I set through a four hour movie. This is a four hour movie. Um, We watched it in the evening, you know, towards the time of day when I tend to, you know, want to fall asleep or am prone to fall asleep watching television or watching movies, and I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> so that's something positive to say. It kept my interest enough um, in that regard. Um, but I am not one who likes this style of superhero movie, and I guess that's the Zack Snyder style, because I, you can make a, you know, a dark and serious superhero film. There have been some really good ones. Um, this one is dark and serious, but it's also just kind of boring and not fun. Um, I, I I think I'm I definitely enjoy the Marvel Universe movies that we've seen in the last you know decade much better. They're just much more fun. Um, I didn't really have a lot of fun watching this movie. It wasn't let's not say it was. Uh, like I said, it kept my interest, but I just didn't really have fun. I didn't really have anyone to root for. I didn't really. I'm not really. I just don't care about the characters that much.
1: Yeah. Um, so we we'll us just talk about some of the differences here um, between the 2017 version and this version. Uh, for one thing, aside from the running time, um, I mean it's twice as long as the one from four years ago. Um, you know, there are certain there are scenes added here. Um, there's some there's a, at least one character that's added. No, more than one character. So there's a character called the Martian Manhunter who pops up a couple times here, and you know, intriguing, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's, there, and then the Joker is is here uh, toward the very end. Um, one of the things, though, that you know, this I felt like this might have been more intriguing four years ago. Now I feel like you know the, the 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 DC cinematic universe has kind of run out of some steam, or it's very discombobulated. I mean, there's even I was reading today online. There's debate between folks whether the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie from 2019, whether that is part of this. DC cinematic universe to me it doesn't feel like it mm-hmm. i get it the joker is a dc character mm-hmm. but it's doesn't feel at all connected mm-hmm. to like these like aquaman movies and wonder woman movies and justice league um so there's that so the you know this particular justice league um first of all it it has a return of the king issue at the end where there's multiple endings and a lot of that feels like a setup for something else Uh, Which feels kind of bittersweet now because I feel like it's set up for something that may not happen, may not come to pass. Um, They changed the big battle at the end a little bit. Um, The Flash actually has a bigger part in it. He's a bit more, it's kind of his moment, which that's fine. But it's interesting, The Flash, I really liked Ezra Miller in in this role uh, four years ago. Which is odd because... I feel like whenever I talk to people about that movie four years ago, that people seem to find him annoying. And I was like, oh, no, I love The Flash. Well, he's really great. It's weird in this movie. I don't know why exactly, but I, I, now I find him annoying. <laughs> um, they also added a scene. Like I think it's his first scene in this version that seems a little pointless. Here's the problem. I think it it does the job of introducing him and his powers that he, he has, right? But because because this particular cut does not exist in a vacuum, we already know who the Flash is. We we don't need an introduction to how his powers work. And I I don't know. It just it, it, and I'm talking about the scene at the pet store where he's applying for a job. I don't know. <laughs> It just felt like you know, especially in a four-hour movie. I'm looking at, it, I'm like, mm, I'm all for you like wanting to flesh out some characters, but that doesn't mean everything in the kitchen sink is in this. You know, take take out take out some scenes. Mm-hmm. That that's what I thought quite a bit. That's that scene in particular. I'm like, I that that didn't need to be there.
0: <laughs> that's funny. To me, that was one of the more memorable scenes. I kind of liked it. Um... The epilogue, which you talked about a little bit.
1: Um, The dream? Batman's dream?
0: dream? Batman's dream. And then, you know, the Martian Manhunter. Um, That I found to be, because, doesn't he? He wakes from the dream. The Martian
1: Manhunter? Yeah. Yeah. He wakes from the dream, and there's the Martian Manhunter. Uh, by, by the way, I'll say real quick about that. So, so, Batman awakes from this dream. Mm-hmm. The Joker was in this dream. Mm-hmm. He awakens from the dream. It's very post apocalyptic, and Superman's evil and, 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 and whatever. By the way, Zack Snyder doesn't seem to like Superman. Mm-hmm. He's constantly making Superman seem untrustworthy and bad and like, well, evil sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he does. This movie, Superman wakes up from the dead and is goes on a rampage for, I don't know why, it's mm-hmm. not, but, um, yeah. Uh, but in a row, real quick. So Batman awakes from his dream and there's the Martian Manhunter and he's trying to like, like he's trying to to, to school Batman on, impart some knowledge to him. He's like, there's a war coming. <laughs> All right. Better be prepared, son. You know? And what I found weird about that exchange was they just had a big battle. The fate of the earth was in the balance <laughs> And Martian Manhunter was nowhere to be seen. (laughs) So if I were Batman, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I appreciate the heads up, (laughs) but don't come at me about uh, needing to like be prepared for a battle (laughs) when you weren't at the last one. Okay, right. So,
0: well, that's a very good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Um, But I thought the epilogue, you know, with the Martian Manhunter with that dream, which you know, perhaps he was getting a a vision of the future. Um, I thought that was um, interesting. Probably. the most interesting <laughs> however long that was 10 minutes of the whole movie um yeah i had i i was wishing that the movie we had just watched for 4 hours was as interesting as the epilogue mm-hmm. um cuz you you're right after the 4 hours i felt like i kind of saw something that was not consequential at all it's the the story
1: is very derivative the exchange a mother boxes with Infinity Stone? Right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, and you know, it just adds up to not very much. Um The movie also relies very heavily, and you know, this is this is an odd criticism of a of a superhero movie, you know, made nowadays, I know, but it relies so heavily on CGI sometimes. There are scenes, there are extended scenes where I'm wondering, is anything I'm looking at? real
1: mm. um,
0: it, it looks like we're watching a video game and and, and it took me out of it because I wasn't invested in the action I was like wow this is all fake and I don't know why that bothers me but it does bother me a little
1: bit well I'm going to be honest with you the CGI needed to look better in certain parts on certain parts it was okay like mm. um, you know they upgraded Steppenwolf he looks different in this movie than he did in the 2017 version mm. and he looks I think better in this one but then there are other times where I was watching and I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm watching a 2021 big budget movie and this CGI needs to be better. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> there's a weird scene. I don't, so there's a flashback scene where Wonder Woman tells Bruce Wayne the story of the first time Darkseid and Steppenwolf and whatever came to, mm-hmm. um, attack the earth and the former gods, titans and defenders defended the earth yeah. and you see it played out. And it is very CGI, but in particular, and I don't know if this was supposed to be like the Greek gods. I think they mentioned they were there, but they looked really bad. I don't know whether they were supposed to look that way on purpose, sort of like to make them stand out. Like these are, these are God gods, you know, hmm. like these were, I don't know what that was about, but they looked really bad. And yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember whether that part was from the 2017 justice league, whether we saw that or not, I'll be honest, but uh, it's I, um, regardless they've had four years to punch that up.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought at first that it, they were going for more of like a, a storybook illustrated look because they didn't look at all real. No. Um, but then other characters in that flashback did look real. So it was an odd juxtaposition of, of things. And I, yeah, you're right. That was distracting as well.
1: There's also, um, an issue I had, I'll be honest with you early on in this, you know, um, I almost was ready to switch it off. I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> um, part of that was because slow motion effects. I mean, there were so many scenes that, that he didn't, they were done in slow motion mm-hmm. that I didn't, didn't care for um, because of the fact that they were so slow motion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind it for an effect. Like for example, um, and this, I think leading into that, it, it, it reduced the effectiveness, for me anyway, of the Flash's scenes. Because the Flash's... A lot of his scenes are in slow motion because he moves so fast. They show his movement in slow motion so you can kind of get an idea about how fast he's moving compared mm-hmm. to the people around him. Um, but I swear to you, by the time the Flash showed up in the movie mm-hmm. and you started seeing his slow motion effect, I, I wasn't wowed because I'm like, well, half the movie so far has been slow motion of every of other things. that this is not... Standing out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know. Again. I'm someone who actually didn't mind. You know. The the 2017 version. I didn't think it was the greatest movie ever made. But. I enjoyed it. And it had a, a, a. It moved along at a clip. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that you know this movie has been praised, this Zack Snyder version has been praised because it, it takes its time and explores the characters more. And I don't mind that. It's mm-hmm. fine. Cyborg does get a better story here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. It's moving. It's touching. Um, but I'm also, again, again, I'm just not into the characters enough. Um, I, 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 you know, throughout the entire movie, um, and by the end, I kept thinking to myself, "This wasn't bad." And I want to be clear: this wasn't a bad movie. If you've got four, and and we watched it in all at, in one sitting, all mm-hmm. four hours. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it couldn't have been terrible, otherwise we wouldn't have done that. But I kept thinking throughout, "This is okay." But you know what? I would just rather see a two-hour version of this, and I did four years ago. Yeah, um, and, and honestly, um, I, I don't feel like I'm. Missed a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a bad movie, but it, it's still not a good movie. I think. It, I think it might be a little better than the original one, but uh, it's still not great. I just wish it was more fun. I feel like, like the only times I really kind of chuckled in the movie, like you know, where I was enjoying, not enjoying myself, but just chuckling, was just some of the stylistic choices where the superheroes are um you know posing and shot in this majestic way or or the action slows down so you can see them in their you know in um these fighting poses and and the music is so overwrought and um it just makes me giggle because it's so silly. <laughs> it's so ridiculous.
1: Every I mean I'm I'm not kidding here. At least half of the time, if not about maybe seventy-five percent of the time, when there would be a music music cue, I giggled. Yeah,
0: <laughs> because
1: it's this movie takes itself very seriously. Yes, it does. And that you know, the I can't describe. I was going to do an impression, but I not do an impression <laughs> of the music cues. They're just, I just, I just giggled. You know, and I yeah. wasn't supposed to. I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. you know, to laugh. And and in and, and the, and oh, I feel so bad saying this, but in, in the big battle scene, in the flashes big moment, I mean, this is his moment. He's saving the day. And he's 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 running and he's like, dad. I want you, no. <laughs> and I'm like, just, I'm like, <laughs> I was just, I couldn't stop laughing. And I'm not supposed to laugh at that part.
0: No, I, I feel like the movie, whenever it tries to go for those emotional points, mm-hmm. it, 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 it fails um it never really hits home i yeah you know even though they spend more time developing the flash developing cyborg i was never really moved by their story Mm -hmm. um it was a little more interesting but i was never really moved Mm -hmm. and there's some things you know you can tell by the music and everything you're supposed to be moved here but it just
1: it just didn't work I mean, and you know, and like a lot of Zack Snyder films, this one has got that more desaturated, gritty look. Gritty yeah, look, yeah. you know. I mean, Justice League was was brighter. I mean, it was very. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. It was a little more Marvel looking than the previous DC films had been. Um, you know, your your mileage may vary on whether or not you thought that was okay. I was okay with that. I get it, though. They were going for a different look and feel here, and that's that, that's not Zack Snyder's thing. Mm-hmm. So he super desaturated a lot of the colors out of this and. Superman's costume is now black for some reason. Uh, again, he doesn't, there's a weird thing going on with Zack Snyder and Superman. Yes. Um, so there, there's that. Um, I mean, it, I get it. This is supposed to be gritty and serious. And, um, and we get to explore the characters more. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, again, if you're really into the characters and you like Zack Snyder's direction, you'll like this movie. Mm hmm. If you're just a casual viewer, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you'll like it as well. Um, I, I, and I want to stress again, I really don't think this is a bad film. I mean, and I can't, I have to repeat. I watched all of it in four, in the full four hour sitting. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting to, I thought I was right. going to be breaking this up into two or three sittings. So it probably says something that, exactly. I, that kept my interest that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, it's really more of like a curiosity than anything else. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's what I gotta say about it. I mean, you have any other thoughts?
0: No, I don't want to be overly negative. I mean I could express my continued disdain for the depiction of Aquaman in these in these universe in, in this universe, but,
1: <laughs> but what about Aquaman?
0: Well you know you know Aquaman is a hard is a difficult character to I think portray on the screen. He's kind of notoriously he, he's the butt of jokes sometimes because the character is kind of strange and kind of is particularly if you go back to some of the cartoons that we grew up with, he was just kind of humorous.
1: Um, I mean, if there's danger on the water, he's your guy. <laughs> right. But other than right. that. Yeah.
0: So, but I feel like in order to compensate for that, they have gone over d- dramatically to this again, dark, gritty, self-serious. He's hyper-masculine. Hyper-masculine. I think, Personally, I just I don't like the look of the character that they have here. I think he looks grimy and ugly, and uh, I just don't like him. And as a as a personality, he has none. He's just a, a Hulk standing there, who happens to you know swim. And I I don't like him.
1: Well, something I had never noticed. I I didn't remember it from the first Justice League version. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we watched Aquaman, the movie, and Mm -hmm. I didn't, I I don't know why I didn't think of it then, but I noticed it this time. And that is, every time he's underwater and he's talking with his fellow aqua people, Mm -hmm. um, in order for them to, it looks like in order for them to talk, they have to create this weird thing in the water, right? Mm -hmm. And then they can talk.
0: They make a little bubble in the water.
1: (laughs) And I was just thinking, like, well, that's inconvenient. I mean, because (laughs) they kind of live underwater.
0: (laughs) They always have to make bubbles. So
1: they have to, I mean, <laughs> they, they haven't developed a way for them to speak, you know, in, in, without creating that bubble. I mean, that just seems to me like that's really going to cut down on your communication, I would think. Or maybe they communicate differently with Sona. I have not. I
0: don't know. Well, you know, and my knowledge of Aquaman comes only from the Saturday morning cartoons from back in the day. I have no idea if this is, you know, was in the comic books or not. But he he, he communicated with the fish telepathically yes,
1: yes. so
0: I, I i just assumed that they could do that to one another mm-hmm.
1: but that's not quite as dramatic though if you're a viewer <laughs> <just> <laughs> watching some people staring at each other with subtitles while yes, they're a, again television. a
0: difficult character to portray on screen perhaps
1: so what do you give it out of 10 the Zack snyder cut
0: the Zack snyder again it's not a bad movie mm-hmm. i stayed awake six
1: okay i'm uh, giving it a five i'm straight down the middle um It's not really from me. The the one four years ago was for me because it was two hours and it was a little you know moved at a better clip and it was you know a little more fun. Mm -hmm. Um, This is taking itself so seriously uh, in a way that I just can't. But I mean, it's it's well done Mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, there's a lot about it that's done well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's an interesting curiosity. So, our score is a a 5.5. Now, it is on the tomato meter. I'm first going to give you the tomato meter score for the 2017 Justice League. So, the critic score was 40%. And now, the critic score for the Zack Snyder version is 75%. Mm. So, critics like this version more. And the audience score for the 2017 version was 71%. So, audiences, I mean, audiences were fairly okay with Mm the one from four years ago. Um, Now, the audiences are giving this a 97%. So, I mean, yeah, I think that if you're into this whole DC universe thing, sure, give it a go. Mm -hmm. Watch it uh, and take however long you you need to take. Um, Otherwise, (laughs) your life will not be diminished by not seeing this movie.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: All right. So it's five and a half from us. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you.